0: We are honored, and I mean honored. I love this man. He is a great, great guy, a great statesman, a former congressman, my neighbor out here on Long Island. And his name is Peter, and my colleague here, our colleague here on 77 WABC, his name is Peter King. And, we're, we're again, honored to, to have him join us on the Bernie and Sitcho. Good morning, Congressman King.
1: Good morning, Bernie. But I just heard the NYPD has put out an alert keeping everybody away from Jacob Reese Park today. They say there's some... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so a natural,
1: uh, unnatural disaster was going to arrive this morning.
0: <laughs> oh, it, oh, but Peter. it's going to be small. It's going to be yeah. a small disaster.
1: <laughs> Peter, by the way, is, uh, uh,
2: I mentioned earlier, that I was going to make, take a walk today to the Naked Beach, which is about 12 blocks from my house, and partake, walk naked on the beach today. And that was Peter's joke, which, by the way, was very, very, very funny. So
0: thank you for that. <laughs> very funny, Congressman King. And speaking of jokes, uh, Congressman, let's... Uh, The elephant in the room, I mean, the one thing uh, it just every day infuriates me is this president. I mean, inflation, the economy, working people are are hurting big time. And this guy goes out every day. He said it on Jimmy Kimmel. He said it in the interim till yesterday that that everything is – he ignores inflation. He says we're going to tackle inflation. But he says the the economy is great and things are great uh, because we reduced the deficit by uh, some number – which, by the the way, is a minimal number. But either way, I'm just infuriated with this guy, Joe Biden. Uh, What can we do about this guy?
1: It's one thing if you're infuriated or I'm infuriated, Sid's infuriated. The fact is the American people now are making it clear that they're infuriated. Because, listen, he caused the inflation more than anyone. Uh, What he did with the oil uh, uh, shutting off the Keystone Pipeline early on, the massive, massive spending has gone out there. People have lost... uh, any type of support for him at all. And you mentioned before that uh, election in Texas. That's where Phil Vela had uh, resigned from the House. Uh, he was a more conservative Democrat. He resigned from the House. But that seat had been in the hands of the Democrats for God knows forever. The last uh, congressional election, the Democrat won by 26 points. I think it was 62 to 36. And for a Republican wow. woman, Flores, to win that seat, what a turnaround that is. You talk about a signal as to what's coming along. I mean, I'm willing to bet that Republicans, uh, if they, you know, if they were lining up all the possible seats they could win, that was probably a long, long shot possibility. The fact that they won it uh, right in the midst of all this, the same day that Joe Biden is giving a speech saying that it's Putin's causing the inflation, that uh, he's doing his best to control it. Now, he's lost contact with the American people. And once you lose that, it's hard to get that back. I mean, that, that's what happened to Jimmy Carter. Back in the late 1970s, uh, when you lose credibility, listen, I was not a a Barack Obama supporter. He was always able to hold on to a majority, a close to a majority of the American people. Obviously, Donald Trump, but they've always said about him critically. Still is uh, even matter how you look at the last election, he got 47, 48 percent of the vote at least. Joe Biden is down in the 30s because people and he has no base. I mean, generally, every president has some base, but. If you walk down the street, do you know anyone who's going to run up to you and say they love Joe Biden? He's the greatest no. president we ever had. No. Not even Jill.
2: Not even Jill. Yeah. <laughs> that. Here he is, uh, the great Congressman <laughs> Peter King. Uh, Pete, let's, uh, let's go local here. I know you've been endorsing Lee Zeldin from day one. So bye. By the way, I'll be going to a big Lee Zeldin event. I'm sure you'll be there at the Capitol Grill here in uh, East Midtown on Monday But um, I don't think Lee had a particularly great night on Monday. Not all his fault. He was uh, ganged up on at times two-on-one. But uh, for me and for Bernie, he did not win the night on Monday. What did you see?
1: Yeah, I I thought he did well. I mean, listen, it's tough. When you're the front runner and you have three guys coming at you, uh, you have to decide, uh, am I going to take it or am I going to fight back early? I think all Lee had to do was hold his own, and he did that. Uh, These other three – listen, and I – I don't don't, don't think three is
2: fair. I don't remember Andrew Giuliani, for example. Uh, Yes, Harry, yes. Rob, for sure. But I don't remember Andrew taking a lot of shots at Giuliani.
1: Right. Also, Lee never said anything bad about uh, Andrew, I don't think. I mean, he was basically director. I'm saying you have three guys coming at you, three guys who want to bring you down. Two of them, uh, Wilson and Astorino, getting personal about it. So he went on offense to start, Lee. I think he wanted to set the tone that he wasn't going to be pushed around. It's a tough spot to be in. I mean, I've run as a – Uh, Somebody who's behind—it's a lot easier in a debate if you're the guy that's behind, because you can basically say what you want, you get out there, and you're just judged by how many points you score. If you're the front runner, you're judged by how you sort of block what's coming at you. Interesting. And uh, by the way, uh, you mentioned Andrew. I thought Andrew Giuliani, no matter how this turns out, he is emerging as a star in the Republican Party. I mean, he is no— organizational support from from the Republican organizations. Uh, He has no big money behind him. And yet every time he makes an appearance, he does a great job. I've I've known Andrew over the years, but the first time I really saw the stock capacity was at the state convention, where he ended up getting less than 1% of the vote, I think. So, you know, stacked against him. And yet he gave the best speech of the whole convention. And he was up there. He had a sense of humor. He was able to smile and also be very serious. So, uh, and I've said this before, Rudy's an old friend of mine. Uh, Andrew Andrew is the top speaker in that family. He really is great. He's really a, <laughs> a very friendly, smart, engaging guy, and obviously he was brought up the right way.
0: Peter King, Cong- former Congressman Peter King, on the Bernie and Sid Show, and I mentioned Congressman uh, uh, Pete because, uh, well, this January sixth committee—it's all, all the House of uh, uh, which you were a member of for a long, long time—and of course, it's a circus. It's a sham. They had the hearings uh, uh, on, in primetime last week uh, at, what was it, 8 o'clock at night or something like that. All of the channels covered it. Now this week it seems to have been falling apart. Uh, witnesses are not showing up. They canceled. They postponed today's hearing. It seems to be falling apart, but it is a circus. It's a joke led by Adam Schiff, who uh, who was uh, the, the chief uh, uh, collusion conspiracy theorist, Russian collusion. So your thoughts on the January 6th committee? and how effective it is in uh, crippling uh, a potential 2024 run by President, former President Trump.
1: Well, I think that is their main intention, is to stop Donald Trump. And listen, I thought what happened on January 6th was wrong. I think it should be investigated. And I also think that President Trump went too far in to saying the elections are rigged. However, he had nothing to do with it all over planning what happened on uh, uh, January 6th. And that's what they try to make this overarching thing. There's a whole criminal conspiracy. That's not accurate at all It's not true but here's where they make their biggest mistake and also the greatest disservice the American country uh, people I've never heard of a speaker or majority leader denying the minority right uh, the minority party the right to put their own people on that committee right. so when uh, Nancy Pelosi when she wouldn't let Jim Jordan on when she wouldn't let Banks on that committee they were selected by Kevin McCarthy when she did that to me the, the, that whole committee loses all its uh, credibility I mean, any congressional hearing, what you always see is witnesses come up, one party builds those witnesses up, and the other party cross-examines them. And at the end of it, the American people decide. You have to have that adversarial process. I mean, yeah. I—and uh, and and to deny that to me is denying democracy. So what uh, Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff and uh, Benny Thompson and others are doing is really it's an insult to the American people. And, again, they should— Listen, let them bring all the witnesses on. Let them show all that tape. then. Have the Republicans bring on their witnesses. Uh, Cross-examine those uh, people that are there, like you heard Rudy today uh, talking about Jason Miller. That should all be done at a hearing under oath where the American people hear both sides. Not a one-sided show, which here the Democrats say they're trying to preserve democracy. And what they're doing is really denying the essence of democracy, which is a two-party system. Both sides coming at it, both sides making their case, and letting the American people decide.
2: You know, you said uh, Andrew Giuliani certainly brought up the right way, Peter. And uh, you're a great father, great grandfather. I can't, I can't tell you how many times I've enjoyed your Instagram posts. When you go down to North Carolina, where Danielle lived for a long time, and hang out with the grandkids, going to baseball games, watching your granddaughter do equestrian work, and it's a really beautiful to watch. And, and I know you love it here, and uh, Nashville County is your home and I don't think you'll ever leave New York, but with all the issues going on with this state, is uh, Rosemary, is there a part of Peter King that would even consider moving to a place like North Carolina
1: in the future? No, I'm going to stay in New York, but I would say I understand, I don't blame anyone for you know for leaving. I mean, I, I've been here, uh, you know, born in Queens, went to school in Brooklyn, worked in Manhattan. And I've lived in Nassau now for 51 years, actually 50, uh, 54 years. Wow. And uh, so, no, I, I, I've been here. Uh, and my roots are here, but uh, so many people are leaving. I don't know how many uh, people I'll talk to, certainly people in the late 50s, early 60s, who are already making plans to spend their retirement years, whether it's North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, obviously. Yep. I mean, Ron DeSantis, he should be locked up for robbery, stealing, stealing New Yorkers every day of the week. Have <laughs>
0: <you know? laughs> they designated your house, by the way, a national landmark uh, for when you sell it? Uh, Peter King... Here lived Peter King, the great congressman for Long Island.
1: No, I think the best thing I ever had. They named King's Highway after me in Brooklyn. You know, that's, <laughs> uh-huh. that's funny. That's funny.
0: Hey, listen, let me ask you about the uh, police exodus from the uh, NYPD. Wow. Uh, 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 leaving in droves, retiring, resigning, quitting, whatever it is. Eric Adams says, nah, that's a good thing for because now we can diversify the force which is already majority-minority. But uh, what do you think of that and uh, Eric Adams' comments?
1: Uh, First of all, it's really dangerous that so many cops are leaving. Uh, The NYPD is the best police force in in the world. But to have those experienced cops leave now you can talk to any, any cop, and he'll tell you that he may have gotten the best training ever in the police academy. He is in great physical shape, knows everything he's supposed to know. His first week on the job, he realizes how little he really knows. And how much they relied on the senior cops to let them know uh, how you how you get it done, what you have to do, uh, what to look out for, how to keep yourself safe, how to protect the community. You, there's no substitute for experience, especially in being a cop. I mean, uh, I, listen, my experience. You know, my father was a cop for over 30 years, so I, I have that experience. As, you know, from a distance, I also done some ride-alongs with cops. What they go through every night. I mean, you go you, uh, see what these cops go through in a tough neighborhood. They have to have eyes in the back of the head. They have to have that instinct. And you only get that by uh, getting out from the experienced cops who've been on the job, who are able to calm them down when things get out of hand, who are able to spot things when it seems like nothing's happening, and the experienced cop sees what could be happening. No, so Eric Adams is wrong on that. And he'd get a lot more credibility if he said, listen, I understand why these guys are leaving. I'm going to do all I can to stop crime, give cops the tools they need, let them do their job, take the handcuffs off the cops, and put them on the bad guys but no it's, listen i like uh, others was giving uh, eric adams the opportunity to show he can do the job they are bringing down the, you know, the shootings are coming down but they're still way over what they were two years ago i stand by the police commissioner kishan store but i really think that eric adams has to show more he's got to be more consistent
2: i think the uh, most credibility eric adams can show is one word resign. Anyway, Peter, you're uh, <laughs> you were great again today. You're great every Wednesday. Thank you for coming on. Happy Father's Day coming up on Sunday. We love you a lot. We really do. Thank Happy you Father's so much. Father's Day
1: to you and Bernie. You guys are the best. And Happy Father's Day. And as Bernie said before, there's really no substitute in the family for a father. Agreed.
2: Uh, you're not going to get an argument from us now. Danielle, job. Rosemary, and Carol may
1: argue that, but anyway. <laughs> no, no, it's a whole different thing. I mean, as far as the long term, as far as having that stability, yes. a father in a home means so much. It really does. Could Doctors not agree have more. They their own job, which is you know, beyond belief. But the father, as far as providing that stability, fathers is so much needed. Agreed. Yeah, listen, Pat Mulanahan said that years ago. He was right. Peter, have a great one, buddy. Enjoy Sunday. We you love you. Guys you guys, too. Happy Take care. Father's Day.
2: You, too. Bye Info at GaboLaw.com GaboLaw, where winning is no accident.